0: Selling slack, selling, selling slack, selling slack, selling, selling slack, selling, selling slack. slack, selling, selling, selling,
1: selling, selling, selling sacramento, selling, buying the block back. Selling hey Sacramento, what's up? You're listening to 97.5 FM K D E E Agent Key on selling Sacramento. We've got a great show lined up for you today. We're going to finally talk about The housing stats for Sacramento, they are in for the month of October, housing stats are in for the month of October and you're going to be slightly surprised when you hear what those stats are saying. We also have a very special guest today, Mr. Juan Lashley, who's going to talk to you about some financing. If you are interested in buying and you don't have money for a down payment, or closing costs Juan is going to bring to you and present this great program with lots of money I think it's one of the um, only programs around with this the, the percentage that's as high as it is yes it is. that gives you money back towards your down payment and closing costs so we have mr. Juan Lashley with prime lending mortgage here today to talk to you and we're going to close out with 12 steps to becoming a homeowner step 2 budgeting so we're gonna start off real quick with the housing stats for October so I'm gonna just read this to you then I'm gonna decipher it so it says October well the headline is sales volume jumps for October prices remain flat October saw a 10.6 percent increase in sales volume jumping from 1396 properties in September to 15, 1,540 units in October. So compared to one year ago, which was 1,438, the current figure is up 7.1%. Then it goes on to talk about the types of financing that were used to purchase these homes. The main thing that I want to point out with this and what it's saying is that there were a lot more people that purchased homes in October than in September there were a lot of purchases that occurred and it was higher than last year the same time last year so it goes on to say the median sales price now get this more purchases all of these things correlate they work together the median sales price decreased 0.3% for the month from 386000 to 385000 so that means the housing prices dropped slightly for the month of October, mm. right? The Sacramento Association of Realtors recorded the highest median sales price in August 2005 at 392,750. The current figure is 1.9% below record. You know why they throw that in there, that 2005? What was happening in 2005, you guys?
0: Our industry was going through some changes.
1: The market was getting ready to do mm-hmm. what? Yes. It was at its peak and on its way to crashing. So. It's letting you know that we still are not as high as we were before the market crashed. Wow. Right? Wow. So here we go. Active inventory decreased. The months of inventory on the market decreased from 1. Point, from 1.8 to 1.5. And what that means is that we are the amount of properties available on the market for people to buy, the inventory is only lasting 1.5 months. It was 1.8. Now it's down to 1.5. So you're seeing fewer homes available to buy on the market. Prices are going down a little bit, yet more people are buying. Why are more people buying? Interest rate is as low as it's ever been before.
0: It's definitely going down.
1: Definitely going down. Got got the expert sitting right here, and I'm going to let him talk to you about that as well. And that is a uh, a perfect tie-in for why I brought Mr. Lashley here to speak to you all today. The second reason is because there is so much affordability as far as programs for first-time homebuyers, or not even first-time homebuyers, just to take advantage of different purchasing opportunities. So, I'd like to introduce to you all Mr. Juan Lashley. Mr. Lashley, welcome to the show. All
0: righty. Well, first off, I wanted to say thank you, Keisha, for inviting me to be part of your show today. My pleasure. Um, It's truly an honor and um, I would definitely tell people about uh, some great programs that are out there to help them achieve the goal of home ownership.
1: Awesome. awesome. All right. So tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all. Uh, how long have you been in the industry? What's your background? They need to know that you've got yeah. credibility to be talking all to them.
0: Right. Well, I've been in the industry for at least 20 years, um, and I don't want to date myself, but I've definitely been around. I'm very seasoned. If
1: you guys are watching us on Facebook Live, and he's talking about dating himself, he he looks like you know the adage that we use for black women: black don't crack. I. He looks like he is in his twenty, late twenties or something. He'll be
0: Fifty-one next week.
1: Holy, <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay.
0: So so I've definitely been around the industry. Um, I feel like I'm. I'm Definitely an expert in it, and uh, there's some great opportunities out there to help people get into the home of a home of home ownership, I should say. Mm-hmm. And um, with you know the down payment assistance programs, it kind of bridges the gap for a lot of folks that have the credit mm-hmm. and have the income but lack the down payment to right. achieve the goal of home ownership.
1: And that's a lot of people's situations because I know many people they they've been on their jobs a long time, you know. Uh, 10 15 years, yes, so they've got the consistent income, they've mm-hmm. got the job stability uh, for whatever reason. The I think the stigma is that you've got to have 20% down to buy,
0: and that's very far from the case uh, with the down payment assistance programs. You can buy a house. Uh, I'm just going to use one that I've just closed here recently and $350,000 house for right around $2,100 to purchase the home. So,
1: wait, they, they finished the transaction with twenty one hundred dollars out of pocket. Out of pocket. So okay. So we're we're not talking about inspections. They they paid for their inspections and things, or is that including that's everything. Including inspections? Including
0: everything. Yep.
1: Wow. Mm -hmm. And it was that with the program you're gonna talk about today? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh, wow, you guys. Okay, so if you've been on your job for a long time, and when we talk about credit, what type of credit or credit score are we looking for?
0: Okay, so with the program, um, I'm going to just talk about two programs in particular, and they're both through Golden State Finance Authority. and Golden State Finance Authority, they're a bond program, and uh, their acronym is that if you wanted to Google them yourselves is GSFA, okay. and they have two programs that I utilize a lot. Number one is the Open Door Program, which is a new program that's been on the market for about four to six months. And uh, what separates this program from the other program is that the credit scores is a little bit lower and the grant money, the the down payment assistance that you can get is higher. So with the the platinum program that's offered through GSFA, that one caps out at 5% maximum. Okay. Whereas the open door program that one will give you up to seven percent down payment and, okay. and so
1: and I've heard of the platinum before, so mm-hmm. that's the five percent
0: that's the five percent
1: The open door open door is the one that opens doors that's the one that's brand <laughs> okay. new it's okay, we're loving open door and I actually I went online to that to that site and I looked at the lenders. They have a list of lenders who are able to do the program. Mm-hmm. There are not a lot of local lenders who are eligible to do that program. You are one of the few.
0: Yes yes um, last year I received an award from doing as many loans as I've done for them wow. so um, you know I just think it's truly a blessing to be able just to offer something like that because you know when people are outside looking in okay. and they want to buy a house or they're dealing with challenges as far as landlords saying that you've got to move okay. um, the last deal that I closed it was an opportunity for the renter to become the homeowner awesome. so she didn't have to pack and move she right. just had to get some Get the loan done and basically stay where she was that already great. at.
1: That's an ideal situation. And that's
0: the best one,
1: right? Mm-hmm. So, and I know many people who say I've been in my place renting for a long time. They they're they're in good with the landlord, and they may have even discussed, you know, buying the property from them. So this would be an ideal situation if you're just needing the down payment and you were going to talk about the credit score. Yes. So the what credit does that score, look like? so they
0: have two different programs, um, FHA conventional, they've got USDA and then they have VA uh, BA as well too. But let's just talk about just really the two main bread and butter ones, which is FHA and conventional. Okay. And on the FHA side, the credit scores go down to as low as 620. Okay. So that's really, really helpful for a lot of folks that's out there mm-hmm. that might have some credit challenges mm-hmm. that can get that can help them get into the home. Mm-hmm. Um, the conventional side is six hundred and forty, mm-hmm. but uh, you know that's still not as high as other programs that have just raised the bar to 680. Mm -hmm. And that's going to lock a lot of people out of the homeownership possibility when you have to push those credit scores to 680.
1: Right. Now, let's say someone was not quite at the 620. Mm -hmm. Do you assist uh, potential buyers with... Showing them what they need to do to get on track to having that right credit score?
0: Yes, indeed. So that's one of the things I think that, you know, the first step into inquiring about home ownership is to get pre qualified. Mm-hmm. So you come in or either you complete an application online. So you mm-hmm. come into my office, which is 2277 Fair Oaks Boulevard, and I'm in the same um, uh, office complex as right there with Ruth Chris. Mm-hmm. And uh, you come in and we can run your credit. We can see what, you know, what we have to do to make it work um, as far as for now or even possible for later. Okay. Um, a lot of people are pleasantly surprised that when they come in because they, um, they see this stuff on Credit Karma's and all the other st- you know provided services out there to check their credit Mm -hmm. but when you come in and actually do um, a mortgage loan it's different for the three entities like so you have cars that are pulling credit Mm -hmm. you have mortgages and then you have credit cards well all three of those use different algorithms to come up with what your credit score is Mm -hmm. so
1: and it's different when you're applying for a mortgage yes it is they can't they should not trust what they see on there for um if they're looking on credit karma they need to come in and talk to you please. So before we go to a break, I want you to give your phone number to everyone. So if someone wants to reach out to you, how do they connect with you?
0: Okay. Well, you can call me on my cell phone and the number is 916-412-2400.
1: One more time.
0: 916-412-2400.
1: So you need to give Juan a call and he said, get pre-qualified. But I like to say, because less scarier is just have the conversation. Because when you go in to speak to him, you may not get pre-qualified that day, but he will help put you on a plan, on a path towards home ownership. You're listening to 97.5 FM, KDEE, Agent Key, Selling Sacramento. Hey, everybody. Y'all caught me in the middle of dancing. You are listening to 97.5 FM, KDEE, Agent Key, and Selling Sacramento. And I am still here. We're still here with Mr. Juan Lashley from Prime Lending Mortgage. I need to ask him a few more questions. He just spoke about the program that offers 7% down payment. 7% is the highest amount that I've heard of, of any program in in mortgage lending offering someone for down payment assistance and so he's we're going to continue to talk to him about this program the GSFA yes Golden State Financial Authority Authority open door, door program yes yes so on. tell us what the requirements are to qualify for this program
0: Um, So first off, you have to be employed or either you got to get your income is from, you know, retirement or Social Security or some type of uh, qualifiable income. Once we get that information, um, a lot of times, you know, we, we check your credit. We run you through underwriting, and that's one of the things that I like to do on all my files, where that way when you get ready to write your offer, um, the process to get you into a home is very quick. We can close a loan in about seven, uh, 17 days is what I've been averaging. Cool. Um, so it just makes the process uh, where you find the house, you like the house, let's get you in the house is mm-hmm. what I always feel um, is the best way to do it. And um, it's just basically just, you know, we check your you know your income, your assets. And, uh, you know,
1: so there's nothing unusual that you ask for outside of what would be asked for in a standard uh, mortgage application.
0: It's exactly the same thing.
1: Okay, that's good to know. And I just wanted to point out, you said you are closing and averaging uh, getting your loans approved in 17 days
0: no we're closing so from okay. you know from the time you <laughs> write your offer to the time you get your keys is around 17 days
1: well I was gonna give you kudos for saying you could get the loan approved in 17 days because the average is 21 but you're doing it not not only are you getting it approved in less than 17 the transaction is closing. It's closing. so the average transaction is 30 days
0: right and you write them for that but you know if you have a house that's vacant And, um, you know, the buyer and the seller are willing to close early, then there's no reason why you can't.
1: For me, that speaks to your efficiency and knowledge of the program in order to be able to do something like that.
0: Yes. And what happens is that when you're fully approved through the underwriter, the only things that are needed at that, uh, you know, to close the deal mm-hmm. would be an appraisal and a preliminary title report. And those okay. can be done in usually about a week.
1: Right, exactly. <coughs> and if, if they're not already on file as, mm-hmm. as far as the, the title them. and the yep. freelance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So another question this 7%. Does it have to be repaid?
0: So it's two increments to the the, the down payment assistance. Um, you get 3.5% that is uh, a grant that you do not have to pay, and the other 3.5% is a silent second, and the only time that you have to pay is when you sell it or mm-hmm. when you refinance the house.
1: Is that silent second accruing interest?
0: No, it's 0% interest, mm-hmm. and basically when you sell the house, you just have to pay them back the 3.5% that you get. You is know?
1: there any penalty for paying it off in advance?
0: There's no prepayment penalty on the first mortgage, on the down payment assistance or anything, so if you wanted to pay them off early, both of the loans, then you know there's no there's no prepayment penalty.
1: That is almost too good to be true. <laughs> and it
0: sounds like it, but yeah. you know one of the things I think that is the myth that's out there is that people always tell me that they feel like it couldn't happen for me. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and when you change that perception, mm-hmm. um, it just really gives them a really good feeling and they go out and they tell their friends, they right. tell their family and then your your business just comes back from back to you right. because of that. And um, And one of the things I think that, you know, is a is a blessing about this program is that it's. It doesn't run out of funds. So some of the down payment assistance programs that are out there, you got to hit them in the first part of the year, the middle part of the year, they're out of money. Right. These programs do not run out of money.
1: Right. That's, so. that's a really, that is a blessing. Mm-hmm. And so what, in your opinion, what are the pros and cons? Because as, as you're explaining how this program works, mm-hmm. there are other programs that work similar but may have different things things to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What, in your opinion, are the pros and cons with down payment assistance programs?
0: Well, you know, it's like this. Is that, you know, if you can use somebody else's money, Um, then I always feel like you know there's a benefit in it now you can you can slide up your scale where you can use less down payment and just basically just get a lower interest rate Um, and then you don't have that component that's tied to it where it has that silent second on there Mm -hmm. Um, so some people you know I think that when you come to the office or we sat we have a consultation um, as far as for your mortgage we will figure out what is the best option for you if it's going to be getting gifts from the family member if you have your own money or you know we use a down payment assistance program it's it's really everybody's situation is unique so
1: let me stop you right there because I want to let everybody know are the phone lines open are they available if the phone lines are available and I believe they are if you'd like to ask Juan a question on the air if you're someone who's thinking about buying if you um, have never thought about buying, but this program piques your interest, the idea or the thought of using someone else's money. Um, If you're in a position where you just received a notice from your landlord, or you know it's coming, or you've been renting, and you are, yeah, your lease is about to be up, Mm -hmm. if you um, have been on your job for quite a while, if you have a 640 credit score, or or hovering 600 600 anywhere, and you're just ready to have the conversation because you want to get on track. Let me give you Juan's number directly. It's
0: 916-412-2400.
1: 916-412-2400.
0: <laughs>
1: Call him directly, um, and he'll answer those calls for you regarding the, the grant program that we're talking about, the loan program, the GSFA. Um, I do want him to continue with talking about the pros and cons. I interrupted you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: So, um, one of the things that, you know, is is a con about the program is that the interest rates are slightly higher. But, you know, the the, the down payment assistance really kind of over overcomes that
1: so when what's the biggest what's the difference between you when you say the interest rates are slightly higher so today's rate versus what the rate is on the GSFA
0: it's about a quarter percent higher than what you would normally get for
1: example today's um, rate is is,
0: uh, well with the down payment assistance is four point 625 for the FHA today, Mm -hmm. and if you were to go with FHA just regular, it's going to be about four and a quarter, 4.375.
1: Okay, so it's still hovering around the fours, but it's just slightly different. Slightly different. So it's not like uh, the regular rate is four and a quarter and the GSFA rate is five and a half.
0: Not that. No, That's not. That's a not. big difference. You're gonna pay probably about, if you compare the mortgage and then the difference in between what you're gonna get for the down payment assistance, it weighs itself, outweighs, the, the down payment assistance outweighs itself. Mm-hmm. Because you, you're not tied to keep the loan. So if you wanted to refinance, and, you know, it made sense to you to refinance. You can refinance and get that lower interest rate. Uh, but, you know, you just have to keep in mind that, you know, if you do go with the down payment assistance where you do the 7%, you do have to pay it back that other three and a half.
1: Right. After you know. the refinance. Yeah, too. the refinance, right. And right. which would be a benefit to do. In the events rates really dropped, and you can get rid of the second, Mm -hmm. you can reduce your rate, and you've got that lower payment.
0: That is true. And a lot of people get equity in their house. So, you know, it's a lot of pros to refinancing. You can think about dropping your mortgage insurance later on down the line. You can also, you know, get some cash out, debt consolidate. Mm -hmm. You know, I always say to never use your home as an ATM machine. But if it makes sense for you to do some debt consolidation and uh, do some other things, possibly buy another piece of property, right? you know, because a uh, home ownership is a blessing for the fact that you're leaving generational wealth, right? You know, you know, so I
1: say the same thing too, not to use the home as an ATM. And mm. when I say that, what I mean is taking money, taking equity out of your house and going and buying a boat, blowing it. If you, you, if you're going to take money out of your home, you want to have something to show, show for, for it. it. You right. want to take that money and reinvest it where it's going to make something more money, more back, money like, for you. Much. Yeah. Even if it's for your kids' college, you know, you're investing in the child's, child's future,
0: education, yep. right?
1: Mm-hmm. So um, taking money out to to buy a boat or a Vacation car or, yeah. or something
0: that's frivolous, you know? Yeah.
1: Be careful about that. You know, I would probably look to take money out of the house to reinvest it in another property and then think about. Okay, when that property makes some money, then I'm going to go buy the boat, you know, but not taking it out of your main stuff. We're not taking calls right now. Unfortunately, our phone lines are not working the way that um, we would like them to. But give Juan a call at 916-412-2400. 916-412-2400. And he will gladly assist you with all the information that you need about this GSFA program. And so I do have another question for you. How is this program different from other down payment assistance programs?
0: Well, I mean, the other programs have just raised the bar um, that's out there. So it used to be 640 would be the bar that to get into a home. Now it's been 680. That was and-
1: like a couple weeks ago that was that a couple happened. weeks ago mm-hmm. yeah yeah
0: so they're going to lock a lot of folks out of uh, home ownership by raising the scores whereas this program it went totally the opposite direction it mm. went from 620 down to 600
1: so did you guys hear that he said a lot of people and it's true are going to be locked out of home ownership because of the scores that the, they they have moved the goalposts
0: <laughs> that's right that's right
1: <laughs> they've moved the goalposts and so um and the fact that you knew that, I'm really glad because it emphasizes another point. You really want to be working with someone who is full-time and committed in the real estate industry, whether it's your mortgage lender or your real estate professional, um, because of things just like this. Right, when right. interest rates change, when programs change, you want to have someone who is close to the fire, Who's seeing the change happen so that you're getting real-time information as it's going to impact you you don't want to wait until you get into that transaction and then you find out later that you don't qualify I've heard those horror stories mm-hmm. where you get pre-qualified by someone who, who says oh we'll pre-qualify you we don't you don't need all of that with us and they, they they shoot you out some type of template letter that says you've been pre-qualified you start looking for a property your your agent makes an offer for you. You go into escrow. You you just do the whole Starting
0: current cost.
1: Start buying appraisal. Mm-hmm. You know
0: home inspection. That's 500 dollars. You know mm-hmm. that's wasted money. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you know if you don't get the get the the, real get the ownership, yeah. You know can't Juan close mentioned the deal.
1: earlier put submitting the information to underwriting early on. And what's what's happening in the background with the person that said they would pre-qualify you, but they really didn't do it the right way, they're scrambling behind the scenes trying, trying to, to make, make stuff work. work.
0: That's why it takes 30 days. Mm.
1: There That's you why. go. There you go. So you want to make sure you are working with a legit lender like Juan Lashley, and you want to make sure that it's somebody who is close to the fire, who has the experience, who has the knowledge, and I just really am excited about this program. I can't wait to get into contract with you with some of my buyers with wait. this program. I see a couple of them are online watching us on, on Facebook live, so we're going to share that information and, uh, with you as well. And I have one last question, I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's see. Um, this one is actually not on here. Okay? Tell us about So Juan is a very humble guy. I am learning things. I've been knowing of Juan for what, four or five years, in particular through the Realtist organization because you have a role in the Realtist organization. Yes,
0: yes. I am. uh, I'm very honored to be part of the Realtors organization. We're a minority trade organization that's been around for 70-plus years, and our uh, mantra is democracy in housing. Um, Back in the day, people of color were not allowed to sell real estate, and um, because of that, uh, the organization was was, was put together, and we call ourselves Realtist, mm-hmm. and pretty much it's just a it's a great organization, and we just wanna spread the word and uh, open the door of home ownership up to as many people as possible.
1: And what is your position in the organization?
0: As of present time, I am a board member, but next year I will become uh, the first vice president.
1: See, he's the humility, you guys, that's the part I'm talking about. He will be the first vice president for 2020 in the Realtors Organization. He's been an active board member, an active uh, member of the Realtors Organization for quite a while. And he also has another stream of income that I was surprised to learn about not too long ago as well. Tell us a little bit about that.
0: I own two daycares. Uh, first one that we started about 13 years ago is on Wyndham, and uh, it's called Creative Kids Learning Center, and the second one is in Roseville off of Kirby. So, um, you know, I'm just really just, you know, uh, kids are a passion. They're the next generation, and uh, people need to be able to go to work, and you got to have some place where it's quality to leave your child, and that way you can know that, uh, you know, you've got quality daycare for, you know, your, for your child. And, uh, you know, it's just amazing that, you know, when we first got the first one, and uh, my wife just said we're opening up a daycare. I didn't have any children at the time, and uh, and it's been just such a blessing just to be able just to see the kids go through there. in twelve years, so wow, that was going to be my next question from high school.
1: Right, <laughs> that were that yeah. started in your daycare. And yes. Now they're in high school, high school, going to
0: college. Yeah.
1: So and this is not a, a daycare where they've got like twelve kids.
0: No, no, no. It's uh, on average, both of the daycares that are running around 75 kids a child.
1: 75. So I'm I'm impressed because, first of all, he was on time here today, which i just, <laughs> boom. Yeah. Uh, to be early is to be on time. 15 to be minutes on time early is to be late. late. To be late is unacceptable. I agree. So his schedule and the way that he's been communicating with me and uh, leading up to this day, I appreciate it, the the your business acumen is on point, so I can imagine how you run the daycare and how you take care of your clients. You are a first-class businessman, sir, and so I appreciate you. I
0: thank you for the honor just to be able to come to your show. This is my first time being on radio, so I uh, hope I didn't do too bad. You did really good. You're looking good <laughs> you here. Know.
1: you hold holding the attention of the audience. You. Yeah. All of those calls that were trying to to come come in, in. you know. Just
0: reach out to me on the cell phone at 916-412-2400, and I'd be happy to talk to you and get you pre-qualified.
1: Awesome, awesome. And we also always want to give you our homeowner hotline at 916-509-7100, 916-509-7100. Just have the conversation, you guys. Just have the conversation. We all come from somewhere and everyone who you know who is currently a homeowner at one time was not a homeowner. That's true. So so if it can happen for them, it can happen for you too. Um, there are a lot of people that have stories that say, "I had, I didn't have any money. You know, my credit was in the toilet and I worked with so-and-so or such-and-such and They showed me how to get my credit right, they showed me how to budget my finances properly, they showed me how to get this particular down payment assistance. So I always want to encourage our listeners of the show to just have the conversation. Don't feel that you have to be committed to anything. Um, Don't feel that just going to talk to someone means that you have to be at a certain level already, you yeah, know, and exactly. credit or finance. You
0: know, let's just have a conversation and see where you're at and we'll go from there. Yeah. You'd be probably pleasantly surprised that, you know, to figure out that, hey, I can buy a house. Wow.
1: Right. And to figure out or, or or to learn that you're not as far away as you thought you were, especially if you're using the the tools online like Credit Karma and What are the other ones? Uh, Well, you
0: know. know, (laughs) Rapid. Right.
1: Scores and things, you know, those types of of websites like Juan was saying earlier, they're not necessarily geared toward preparing to buy a mortgage. And there are certain things that the mortgage lender is going to want to see on your report that you might think you need to take off your report that should probably remain there.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I just say this is don't close any accounts. Um, Don't go open any accounts. But we we'll see where you're at presently right now. And definitely don't go buy a car. <laughs>
1: definitely don't go buy a car. Don't go buy a car. The house before, before the car. car. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Thank you again, Juan, for joining us. I appreciate, I appreciate you, my you. dear. Thank you. Very and much. Um, again, you guys, Juan's number is 916 412 2400. 916 412 2400. And you can also reach out to us at our home buyer, I said home owner hotline, home buyer hotline at 916-509-7100, the home buyer hotline where you can just have the conversation, 916-509-7100. It is um, time, the, the season is right. There are things happening right now in the economy locally that are positioning you to be able to take advantage of home ownership. That's right. We just talked earlier, I gave you the stats about the, uh, what happened in housing in the month of October. Prices are, are. I'm not going to say they're dropping drastically, but from September to October prices dropped. From um, in October, the amount of inventory decreased, but the number of closings Increased.
0: Increased.
1: So that means that there is opportunity. Also, if you're looking to sell your home, you may want to get that house sold really soon That's because in right. 2020, there are 18 new bills, as I discussed last week, that are getting ready to drop that are going to increase the amount of inventory right here in Sacramento and in the state of California. Governor Gavin Newsom signed 18 bills all geared toward housing to increase inventory. Mm. And they are going to affect the red tape down at the county, which will give builders the free though the green light mm. to build faster. Wow. It's also going to give different organizations the ability to come up with opportunities for affordable housing, Hmm. in conjunction with other investors. Once those things start happening, people who actually now own or occupy are gonna be incentivized to move out of their homes and into the newer housing. That's gonna free up their property, Mm -hmm. which is also gonna put more inventory on the market. Market. It's all a domino effect. And it's being set up by these bills And if you want to be able to take advantage of this opportunity, what that also means is when there's more inventory, that means there's more supply. Mm. And when supply starts outweighing demand, prices start to drop. That's
0: right. That's right.
1: So it's a setup. You've heard it here. You can't say you didn't know. As Agent Key told you,
0: <laughs>
1: get ready, get ready. Those are things that are coming down the line. So if you want to be prepared for that opportunity, highly recommend that you have the conversation. And again, our home buyer hotline, 916-509-7100. And for the GSFA program, Mr. Juan Lashley at 916-412-2400. That's right.
0: Thank Thank you. you, Thank you very much.
1: (laughs) You're very welcome. We shall talk to you soon. Yes. So, Juan is going to take off, and I want to share some information with you guys. Let me check with my engineer. How much time do I have before we have to go to another break? Because I don't want to get too. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so check this out, you guys. We're going to break now because I don't want to get into this information and then have to cut off, and we'll be right back. You're listening to 97.5 FM, KDEE, Agent Key, and Selling Sacramento. Hey, everyone. You are listening to 97.5 FM, KDEE, Agent Key, and Selling Sacramento. So we just heard Mr. Juan Lashley with Prime Lending uh, Mortgage, Talking about the GSFA program, the down payment assistance of up to 7%. That was great information. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I apologize that we weren't able to take the calls, but um, I'm going to give you Juan's number one more time, 916-412-2400. 916-412-2400 and we did see that some of you did call him while he was here on the show so he is going to return those calls to you give him a call and he'll give you more information about that just have the conversation and again our home buyers hotline is 916-509-7100 just have the conversation 916-509-7100 And in keeping along the same lines of preparing for home ownership, we started last week our series on 12 steps to home ownership. So last week, we talked about the pros and the cons. And I gave more of the cons of home ownership. I really want to be transparent so that you are able to see whether or not it's something that's right for you. We always hear about the pros of home ownership. We know the pros. You're building generational wealth. You're building... Equity. You're building financial freedom with home ownership. No one can come and tell you you gotta move. Nobody is. My grandma would say nobody can put you out your house. Can't nobody put you out. That's how she would say. Can't nobody put you out when you own your own home. So the benefits of home ownership just they they just go on and on and on. Um, so today I want to talk about step two which is budgeting. So we'll spend the last part of the show talking about how to prepare a budget, how to budget for home ownership. And so managing your personal finances wisely is not only an important part of the home buying process, it's also a critical step in achieving financial security. Money management is about choice. Choices, choosing how to spend your money and how to save your money. Buying a home may involve changing your spending habits so you can afford the routine costs of homeownership. And so, in this episode, we're going to learn the five reasons for establishing a realistic spending plan a basic budgeting, a basic of budgeting, and important found, an important foundational piece of homeownership budgeting. Um, we're going to help you figure out how much money you have coming in how much you have going out, how to track your expenses, how to trim those expenses, and what things you might need to just cut out completely. We're going to try to do that all in 10 minutes. (laughs) So how to create a spending plan. The first thing that you want to do is figure out what's out there. The fastest and easiest way to figure out what you spend for most people will simply be going back to your bank statements. Most of us use the ATM cards. Some people use cash. Um, Some people don't touch the ATM cards, but most of us do. So if you are an ATM card user, simply go back and look at your bank statements the past 30 days. You do have to sit down and create categories of your spending. Um, I use a couple different banks, and I have Bank of America. Bank of America actually has the ability to categorize. You can categorize your expenses right there in your online banking um, system. Wherever you are, whether you do it on paper or online, you need to create categories of how you spend. Entertainment, food, shopping, your housing whether if it's your rent um, your utilities your vehicles your insurance school all of those are categories that you want to create and then next to those items put in how much you spend you'd be surprised when I first did this and in the category of food I had I had a food category and I had a grocery category And my bank was recognizing they because it recognized the grocery store shopping and then it separated it from restaurants. Mm -hmm. So it put if it was restaurant eating, that was separate from um, the grocery category. I had about uh, $200 in the grocery category, and I'm embarrassed to say that I had over $400. (laughs) <laughs> in the restaurant category, you guys. But it was a reality check. It even put in the um, the Starbucks, you know, it put in the small stuff all in the restaurant. It recognized that as non-grocery shopping type of food. But it made me see that I needed to meal prep, meal plan, cook at home more If if my goal was to save more money. That was a quick way for me to see where to redirect that money, save money, and have money in my bank account versus spending it um, frivolously. It just makes you feel better when you do that. So the first thing that you want to do is add up your income. Where is your, how, how much money are you making? Where's the money coming from? That's how much you have coming in. Track your expenses, number two, over 30 days. We just talked about that with the ATM charges or using your bank statement or do it manually um, either way. If you don't use an ATM card, uh, track your cash over the next 30 days. Number three, calculate home ownership costs. And how you do that is to have the conversation. You've got to sit down with someone in lending can show you what you may possibly qualify for and you may simply want to start with what neighborhood do you want to live in what type of house do you see yourself living in Um, be able to be flexible get ready to be flexible the majority of us have very expensive tastes we want the best house and the best location but sometimes just to start you got to just get your foot in the door and you might have to start at the lower end which is okay because guess what it's still a house that can't nobody put you out of so whether it's a $200,000 house or an $800,000 house it's yours determine where you want to live where you can live sit down with a lender partner have the conversation map out a plan And in mapping out that plan, that lender is going to tell you this is what you need for your down payment. They're also going to be able to tell you about different programs available like Juan just did. So at that conversation is where you'll find out what your housing expenses are. You can go into detail about things like water, sewer, and garbage, you know, all the other expenses, home warranty, homeowners insurance. That's where you have that conversation. To figure out what your housing expenses will be your home costs the next thing we want to do is develop that budget there are my, my best go-to is Google there are so many different resources out there So many different budget plans out there. And I want to share with you today uh, four, or maybe actually seven, seven apps. They are the best overall saving and budgeting apps that you can find right online to help you develop a budget. So the first top two are free. And they're called Mint and Acorn. And I actually use Mint. So I love Mint. Mint sends me alerts and tells me when I've spent too much money in a certain category. Mint will send me an alert and tell me that my my credit report has changed. Mint will uh, give give me a, a report at the end of the month. It's just a really good, once you spend the time to put all the information in there, it gives you really good feedback and it's a free app. So, Mint has been the gold standard for budgeting apps for some time and they take the top spot for a few reasons. They automatically update and categorize transactions, creating a picture of spending in real time. Users can add their own categories, track bills, split ATM transactions, blah, 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 blah. And the service also comes with a free credit score. So that's just a little bit about Mint. Acorn acts a little bit differently. It's not a budgeting app, but it's a savings tool. And it helps users save more money by automatically harvesting, hence the word Acorn, the change each time they swipe a linked card. So for instance, if a transaction adds up to $1.50, Acorn rounds it up to $2 and sends that 50 cents into an investment portfolio diversified with exchange-traded funds. It's a mindless way to invest with reasonable fees. And students with a valid .edu email address qualify for free management. Others pay a $1, $2, or $3 a month depending on which level they choose. So we have another app called YNAB. YNAB stands for You Need a Budget. It's a robust software for the die-hard budgeter. So this one is a lot more um, involved and detailed. It helps users learn to live on last month's income. The cost is $83.99 a year or $6.99 a month with a 34-day free trial. A little bit about YNAB or you need a budget, it requires a financial investment. Students who provide proof of enrollment get an additional 12 months free. The software's latest iteration directly imports transactions from your bank account but you still need to manually categorize the items. If you put in the work, it will help put a lid on your spending by allocating the exact amount of income available. Another app for budgeting is called Pocket Guard, so if you want a bare bones budget system, Pocket Guard is something you want to use. It's free and it's available for iOS or Android, and it boils budgeting down to the only thing many users want to know. It says how much they have for spending. How much money do I, how much can I go and spend? It crunches the numbers to show how much money is available after accounting for bills, spending, and saving goal contributions. All users can view how much money is left in their pocket for the day, the week, or the month. Those who want to dial down further can track certain categories of spending like groceries, clothing, or eating out. And the best app for paying and tracking bills is called PRISM prism takes the pain out of bill paying it's an easy way to organize bills we are coming down to the wire and wrapping it up with the last few apps best service to do the work for you is albert best tools to evaluate investment accounts is personal capital and you can get more of these Budgeting resources from the same place I got them from, which is Nerd Wallet. So go to Nerd Wallet. So we hope that you enjoy today's program. And again, call Mr. Juan Lashley at 916 412 2400 for the GSFA program. Call us at 916-509-7100 for our home buyer hotline. This is Agent Key on 97.5 FM, KDEE, and I am selling Sacramento.